Hi, this is you and me and everyone we know, a podcast from isolation during the coronavirus pandemic. My name is Brent Love, and right now I'm self-isolating with my kids. There are a lot of people like me who are scared right now, and for me one of the things I feel looking ahead is a fear of being alone. So, I'm making this podcast, conversations with you as we make it through this together. Honestly, I'm making this whole thing up as I go. I started this yesterday. We'll see how this goes, but I'm super excited to talk to you and talk to my friends and talk to people I haven't met. So let's do this. If you'd like to subscribe, go to heybrentlove.com and tap or click on the menu item coronavirus podcast or find me on Instagram at heybrentlove and you'll find what you need to follow along. You might have heard my daughter just then asking for more toasted doughs because we're having breakfast. Hold on, Phoebes, just a second. So yesterday I put a call out and said, hey, anybody who wants to talk, I'm going to make this podcast. Let's do this. I'm not sure what it'll be like, um, but it'll be fun. Um, And I got a lot of responses. And the first one that I wanted to share with you guys is my dad. Last week, my mom flew up from Texas to visit us here in Minnesota. We started the week going to brunch at our favorite restaurant and going for a walk around the lake. And by the end of the week, we hadn't left the house in days. Uh, I took my mom to the airport to fly home yesterday. And by that evening, I'm so happy that she was home with my dad. They were cooking dinner in the kitchen of the home I grew up in. And I wanted to talk to my dad. I wanted to hear from him how this was going, what he was feeling like, and how he's getting hope to make it through this time. So I did. Hi, Dad. Hi. Um, what you doing? I am sitting here talking on Zencaster for the very first time. It's pretty awesome. You're on a podcast now, Dad. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, world famous here. World famous. Uh, okay, so um, hold the mic up to your mouth a little bit, I think. Is that any better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Okay, so what do you, I, I can hear the sounds in the background of uh, cooking. What are you guys cooking tonight? Well, mom has some chili started in the, the pot with a little uh, sweet potatoes and kidney beans, and I'm making a batch of chocolate chip cookies. Oh my gosh, I want chocolate chip cookies so much right now. Oh, uh, I just, it seemed good in the uh, current state of affairs. <laughs> You know, we just need a little sweet right now, I think. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Just a, a sweet and time to chill. And some time. Chocolate chip cookies, Netflix, and chill. There we go. <laughs> that worked. Can you hear uh, Casper in the background? I can. I can hear him banging around on some stuff. Gosh, he is uh, just full of energy, which is really awesome. It's really awesome. He, it's fun to be in here playing. Wish yes. you were here. No, not do too. But we are where we are. Yeah. Where we need to be. Um, had an amazing week with mom on our spring break, despite everything that happened. And maybe because of everything happened that happened, you know, mom was here, you know, just reminding me about how important family is and right. um, how awesome it is to have her here to help take care of the kids and, and to be with me, you know, through all this. Mm-hmm. But you weren't here <clears throat> and we missed you. I, I was there in spirit. Uh, Mom represents us both well, so she was taking care of both both representations. Okay, so what's going on with work? Um, 
like I'm assuming you were at work this last week. I was. Um, we've got a new project that we're rolling out or continuing to roll out, but we're involving other departments in it now. Uh, just changing the way that we do business, trying to keep better track of our inventory as it goes across the floor and help them uh, help the production floor to get a schedule that they can adhere to and make sure we get the customer customers orders out on time. Are you worried that, that about all that at this point? Uh, you getting everything done on time? A little bit. You know, the last major piece of it's going in on Wednesday and I've got to do the, the data loads on Monday and Tuesday, get ready for it and do some training. But the, the rest of the shop floor has had exposure to it and been running on it now for three or four weeks. So funny choice of words, exposure to it. That's you didn't because <laughs> everybody now you say they've had exposure to it. They're like Corona. Uh, no, uh, not, not going quite that way. Uh, all, no, exposure all to the system related. you're building. Yeah. Exposure to the system and the, the new process. Yeah. Um, so are you working from home next week or what are you going to go into the office? What's the deal? Well, probably we'll go into the office to begin with. Um, the message that we got on Friday from upper management was that we needed to kind of be flexible. They would tell us day by day as things develop what we're going to be doing. But as of right now, the plan is that we will be open. Um, and we'll take it each day, one day at a time. Just, uh, you know, if, if the government makes some kind of changes to policy and, and travel like they did with the international flights, that kind of stuff, uh, where things get more restrictive, then we'll, we'll reevaluate and the management will make decisions then. I can work from home. That's not a big deal uh, for what I do. So I can work from home, go into the office and work. Uh, but if we need to limit exposure and that kind of stuff, then I can just work from home and get my stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, in a manufacturing plant, uh, not so. Yeah, unfortunately, when they're taking a straight piece of tube and bending it and then punching the legs for the casters to go on, welding it onto the frame of a chair and painting or chroming and assembling and all that, yeah, you kind of got to be there physically. Yeah, yeah it's uh, not a remote job. No. We do not have robotics set up yet, so there's nobody like George Jetson punching the one button, making it all run. Yeah, that's right. you got real live people. Are you um, thinking about them and, and – uh, you know, what are they going to do? Do you, I mean, that's not your job to think, you know, to, to, you're not a, a person in charge well, of anyone out on the floor, but, um, are you thinking about them at this time and kind of what they must be going through? Oh yeah. Uh, lots of things going on on the floor. Um, don't know everybody out there on the floor by any means, but a couple of people that I keep track of, you know, one just went through a divorce this last year. And so he's kind of really just getting settled back into being him and, doing the job that he's always done. Uh, and now, you know, if this comes up and if we were to get shut down for a period of time and we're not producing, then, you know, what's he going to do? And, and they've got to have their income coming in. So if they're not there working on an hourly basis, then uh, they're looking for something else to do. And if they find something else to do, they may not come back. And then we're short work people. And, you know, it, it complicates the issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know all these like reports from the you know from the federal government are coming through, and it's not always easy to understand everything that's happening. But these are questions that people are asking all over the country. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it's a challenge to overcome. You know, and if, if we get the opportunity to, to come back and pull the strings and, and try and make it happen, then we'll give it our best shot. You know, and, and 
be back to where we were. Do you think stuff like this makes people stronger? It or can. can make people stronger? It can. This this is where, um, you know, if you're renting a house, buying a house or whatever, and you lose your job temporarily, where companies come around and say, okay, you know, we got 30 days, 60 days kind of thing that we can we can work through this and you get back on track, then we'll, we'll figure something out, you know? Yeah. And this is where we got to come together and work together. And if we can work this through together, we can make it work. We can come out of this easy enough. Easy enough. That's not the right words, but uh, we can come out of it and be better off having worked together and develop new friendships, new relationships. Yeah. Things that we can work with going forward. Uh, Which happens in all kinds of crises that people go through. You know, right. they're kind of like forged in the fire kind of to, you know, to say that and but now it's like everyone is going through it. And so it's like everybody is kind of called to step up and, and take care of everything that they can take care of in their own families and homes and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to see a hurricane come through and, you know, uh, those people are hurting and they've you know, their houses have been wiped out and the businesses that they were working at may have been wiped out. And so there's a, a definite rebuilding that has to go on and, the rest of the country, the rest of the world comes together yeah. and, and helps resolve that. But this is the rest of the world being affected. And so we're literally all in this together. Yeah. And this is where we got to, we got to pull together and make it happen. And, and we can, we can pull this out. Not going to be easy, not going to be uh, pleasant in many cases, but we can, we can make it work. You went to the grocery store this morning, right? Uh-huh. Can you tell me what that was like? <laughs> uh oh, wait, pause. Casper went down. Uh oh. Bug. He just went down behind the basket. Here you go, my angel. Okay, so tell me about uh, the grocery store. Well, that was an experience to say the least. Because you sent me a picture. Was it, was that? You, you sent me the picture this morning, and it was, I think, you in a line of grocery carts. Kind of, Was it waiting for the store we, to open? We were waiting for the store to open. That was at about 745. Uh, How many people do you think were in front of you? 70, 80. Oh, my gosh. There are quite a few. I mean, it... Uh, and this is I, a small town in Texas. This is, like, not a metropolitan area. No, not at all. Uh, and it, everybody was, you know telling their their stories that they'd encountered over the past week and you know what they were there for uh, one of the couple that was behind me was actually there because that was their normal time to come to the store uh, but oh. the store changed its hours and normally they open at 5 a.m and they've started opening from 8 a.m to 8 p.m so that the night stalkers can come in and attempt to restock it but they're because having, it's way more work than it ever it, usually is, right? Where, where they might be putting out a, a case or two here and there, they're restocking literally everything in the store. You know, so it, it just takes more hours to get it all done. Uh, and where the employees have been working eight-hour shifts, they're now working 14, 15-hour shifts trying to, to keep up. What did the what, what did the shop? Because you, I mean, you walked in behind those seventy people. What was that like? Were there? I mean. <laughs> In my brain, I'm like people are kind of rushing off towards the toilet paper. Well, they didn't rush off toward the toilet paper. Just the line that was in front of us went to the toilet paper. 
like so, one after the other. Yeah, you like were a big caterpillar kind of. You were the the front person went to the toilet paper, and the second person went to the toilet paper, and it went right on down the line. Oh and my gosh! Just, Did you get just, any? No. Uh, the store manager actually came out before they opened the doors and was telling us that uh, he did not have enough paper goods, towel, paper towels and toilet paper and, and other things um, to be able to meet everybody's demand. But they get shipments in every day, you know, meaning come back and try again. Uh, oh, my gosh. It was like gone by the time I got back there. Yeah. It was gone by and the time I got back And that's hysteria, right? It's like toilet paper? No. Yeah, but then it's... It's everything else too, because if you went around the the store, uh, bread's gone, flour and sugar's gone, milk, dairy products for the most part were okay, but you could tell yeah. that they'd definitely been hit. Eggs for the most part were gone. There was some, but they were now. Is that because of the seventy people ahead of you, or or was that because they didn't have enough to restock? Do you they think? Didn't, didn't have enough to restock? I mean, this has yeah. gone on for a week, basically. Uh, the stories started coming out way back at the beginning of the week that the toilet paper was going to be in shortage. I didn't think anything about it till about Thursday. And sure enough, when I went to the store, you couldn't get any. So I'd actually gone back to the store Friday morning uh, and picked up some toilet paper and some other things. And then this morning was just because I thought, okay, we don't have crackers. We don't have uh, some of the other things to go with the food that would make it a little bit more fun. Uh, so I went back to see what I could get and thought, well, I'll get toilet paper too. And that wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, toilet paper is a great thing to have to do with that. Cause you know what? I lived in India. Uh-huh. They've got to figure it out. You don't need toilet paper. Well, I've, I've had two people try and talk me into a bidet at this point. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't know why there's not a run on bidets. I know. Just, uh, well-timed all these bidet companies I keep seeing on Instagram. <laughs> Now's the time to increase the business. Here we go. Oh, I, you know, they must. I mean, I don't know what they're. They, I don't know why I'm not seeing more ads for for bidets. But now's the time. Now's a great time to. Don't you don't have to worry about toilet paper anymore. Nope, nope. <laughs> it's a, it's a little eye opener early in the morning. They tell me, especially with the cold water when it uh, makes contact. <laughs> what was the what? Uh, what was the like what was the crowd atmosphere like oh it was pretty good there there were maybe sweet being keeping to that sweet small town flavor of people oh yeah yeah because everybody as we were standing there like i said they were telling their stories what they'd seen over the past week and why they were there and what they were uh hoping to get one of the ladies that had been in front of me actually made it to get some paper towels had Two ginormous packages, which they tell you two packages. It doesn't say what size, but two packages yeah. you can get. And these were like 16-roll paper towel things. And she came circling oh. around and saw me and said, do you need some towels? And I said, no, I'm, I'm good on the towels. So oh, she went on her nice. way. So, I mean, everybody, well, most of the people there, 98% of them were fine. Uh, I heard some voices on other aisles as I was going up that oh. you could tell people were a little bit agitated, but... You know, it, it was one or two. It was not a big deal. And even then, it wasn't like they were being ugly. They were just agitated. They, yeah. they were ready to be out of it already and, and couldn't do that. Um, so after that, like you went and got mom from the airport in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Was traffic okay? Traffic wasn't bad. 
Um, I-35 was a constant flow of traffic, but what was a little bit surprising was uh, pulling into the airport and where normally you're kind of fighting your way to get over to the curb to pick somebody up. There probably were not 20 cars total when I came around. Uh, It was, it was almost a ghost town at the airport and mommy. Yeah. I dropped her off this morning. It was like the same way in Minneapolis. Uh, She said, getting on the plane, it wasn't, they didn't even call zones. They just said, okay, y'all get on the plane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she had a whole road to herself when she got on. Well, um, I hope that you get to just stay at home and work. I, I just like, you know, I'm thinking of you guys in, in our house we grew up in. I'm like, well, that would be a great place to hunker down. Yep. I, I'd enjoy a, I'd enjoy a hunker down. We've done a lot of uh, hunkering down in that house during ice storms, which is oh yeah, a totally different scenario. But, you know, watching the movies and making the food that's in the fridge or, what, you know, whatever is in there. Well, you, you remember the Easter snowstorm that we made gumbo and... All the well, power I wasn't there out. for that one, but I know about it. Oh, that's right. You weren't. That was, yeah, uh, that was quite the experience. Yeah. I mean, snow at Easter in Texas. Yeah, that didn't <laughs> really go. Uh, but it was a fun experience, and we did. We kind of just hunkered down in the front room, ran the fireplace all night long, had gumbo and rice. Yeah. Well, um, I I hope that all of this is just as pleasant and you know, um, maybe we don't have, you know, uh, a full, you know, blown out isolation period. Um, but if we do, I know you're the kind of person to just keep calm and carry on. Well, and that kind of going back to what I said earlier that, you know, if we just keep calm and kind of work through the situations, work with everybody, uh, and kind of come up with a, a game plan of how to overcome the situation, we should be okay. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm a little bit nervous, uh, just because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but if we just work together, we can make this work. Um, can you lift the mic back up? Oh, yep. That's okay. Okay. So, um, you're making cookies. Any, anything else you, uh, have in your back pocket, to to stay calm and, and enjoy, yourself as much as you can any other any other activities or food that you plan on uh, enjoying well i've already made a uh, concoction i made that yesterday and got it all packaged up and in the freezer so we can pull out what we need for breakfast our favorite um, uh, eggs and sausage uh eggs and sausage breakfast and, burritos yep. that's like i mean i wish i was making breakfast burrito <laughs> stuff that was that's smart yeah and we've got it ready you know so we're good for probably a week's worth of if we ate nothing but uh concoction for breakfast we're good for about a week with what i've got in the freezer already concoction i love it uh, man i want some of that and we'd, we'll make more cookies uh, actually i bought the chocolate chips to make the cookies on friday friday morning when we went to the store went down the baking mm-hmm. aisle and i saw them and I, okay chocolate chips it is and then i went back this morning went down the same aisle and i went Okay, there's still some here. I think I'll take some more. <laughs> so, well, got enough, and then we can we can do snickerdoodles or sugar cookies, or we'll do all. You kinds and mom of- hanging out, eating some cookies, watching. So you're gonna watch. What, what's your um, go to? Uh, you know, when you want when you just want to have a good feeling, what do you watch? Uh, what what kind of movie do you watch? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I have, of course, several action flicks that I would like to watch, but that's not a mom's repertoire. Uh, 
so we'll we'll figure out something that we can sit and enjoy and uh, have a little fire going in the fireplace uh, something off of Netflix or we'll rent something off of prime yeah uh, any words of advice or comfort for uh, friends and family well it, I hate to sound like a broken record, but just kind of figure out what the problem is. And of course the problem is that everybody's going to be struggling with, with work and, and where they are and what we need to do and trying to not catch the virus. Yeah. Uh, but kind of think if you're looking at somebody struggling, think about what it would be if it was you in those, in that position and what you would want somebody else to do for you and kind of use that as a guideline to, uh, work through what it is. I mean, maybe you've got the toilet paper. They don't. Uh, or maybe you walk out with the last jug of milk, uh, you know, the last six pack of Cokes. Maybe you can pay for them at the register and split the six pack or something. Yeah. Just, it's the little things, but it yeah. just be cognizant of your neighbors and the people around you and realize that we're all going through exactly the same struggle at exactly the same time. And we, we just yeah, need to we're be all in this together. We need to be full of brotherly love and uh, kindness and touch everybody the way we can and then just be kind all the way through. Well, you're and a very kind, uh, you're a very kind person and very kind dad. And I'm uh, the, really the other thing, the other thing to remember to, to kind of go kind of go along the calm uh, aspect is that being stressed out about where we are and what we're going through doesn't necessarily change anything. It's, it's still there, you know, yeah. buckle down and figure it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll come out of this. We'll be okay. Take it one day at a time. Yep. Literally one day at a time. Yeah. Well, um, I am really, uh, craving cookies now. So thanks. Maybe <laughs> I'll go make some. Well, you know, got to do my best to put the bug in your ear. <laughs> um, thanks, Dad. You bet. Oh, and oh, that uh -oh. was a bonk on the oh, head. Daddy's again. Okay. Oh, but he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He got bonked on the head. He's he's just uh, gonna keep chewing on his little block. But I should probably let you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, Give that was pretty loud. All right, love you, Dad. Love you too. Thanks for listening, y'all. If you want to be a part of this podcast, go to heybrentlove.com and tap Coronavirus Podcast on the menu or find me on Instagram at heybrentlove, H-E-Y-B-R-E-N-T-L-O-V-E. This podcast already feels to me a little bit like a message in a bottle. I'm tossing it out into the world and see if anybody picks it up. And the cool thing is, you did. You listened. And right now you're connected to all these amazing people in the world that you're going to hear from on each episode. I'm not sure how often the episodes are going to come out. I'm making this while I'm at home with my kids, and it's a brand new world. So maybe there'll be two a day. Maybe it'll be every other day. I'm not sure, but all you have to do is subscribe to figure it out. And if you... <laughs> yeah, squeak, 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 thieves. If you feel like someone you know might feel comforted by hearing from regular people about what this is like for them, please share this podcast. And if you'd like to talk to someone and share what's happening in your corner of the world, like you can hear what's happening in mine. Go ahead, go to heybrentlove.com or find me at heybrentlove on Instagram and I can't wait to talk to you.
Here's a bunch of love to everyone out there. We'll get through this together.